0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Unlocking Doors podcast. My name's Corey Meals, and I'm here with my co-host, Michelle Castle. Today, we're gonna be talking about three mistakes that homeowners should avoid. Mm. Michelle, how are you doing today?
1: I'm great, how are you?
0: I'm doing well. All right, let's get right into it. So, one of the big mistakes that I see homeowners make right now is they are going for that affordability, and they're, (laughs) they're looking at where they can cut different expenses, and one of the ones they cut is their insurance mm. and, or not getting rid of it, but maybe going for the wrong coverage mm-hmm. and, uh, or being underinsured. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to talk about that just a little bit and how that could be a major issue in case anything comes up.
1: Right. So a lot of times when folks come to us, I mean, like they have this idea what the payment's going to be on the house mm-hmm. and interest rates are what they are. Taxes are what they are. Mm-hmm. So they feel the one place that they can cut is insurance. Yep. So we see people shop for insurance just based on premium and don't even know what their coverage is. We've even seen some binders come back with like 3 and 4% deductibles. Mm -hmm. Well, you and I know what that means, but what does that mean? I mean, tell our listeners, what what would that mean if you had a roof claim?
0: So if you have a roof claim, that means typically you would want something that's a 1% deductible. And that means if you have to you know, file an insurance claim because a hailstorm came mm-hmm. and just absolutely busted your Wiped roof Wiped it out, out. Yeah. yeah. Then you're paying 1% of the replacement cost of the structure. And, you know, let's say you've got a $300,000 house. Mm-hmm. That's a $3,000 deductible mm-hmm. that you're paying. And what we see is some of these policies will have, like mm-hmm. you said, a 3 4% mm-hmm. deductible. And at that point, it's like, well, why don't I just save up and pay cash to replace the roof instead of paying insurance. And yeah. so there's a lot of issues that can really kind of, you know, a small issue that could turn into a big issue. And yeah. That small expensive.
1: savings and the savings may be, you know, 35, $40 a month, Yeah. but you do have a hailstorm. and you, I mean, if you haven't, an, an adjuster, look at your roof and they say, yes, your roof has damaged. You now have damaged roof on the record of that house. Yeah. And it's gotta it's be not, taken care it's of. It's gotta get yeah. taken care of. Yeah.
0: Another thing with insurance policies, and neither one of us are insurance specialists. Absolutely.
1: We're not experts. Uh, We just have spent a lot of money on insurance through the years. (laughs)
0: Yes. So uh, another thing that I see quite often is, let's say I'm going to sell a house and they do their inspection and it comes back and it's, there's clearly hail damage Mm -hmm. on the roof. Mm -hmm. The seller goes to file a claim and they don't have replacement cost coverage. Mm. They have actual cash value Mm -hmm. coverage, ACV Mm -hmm. or some other policy like that. Mm -hmm. And where, you know, they're expecting, Oh, I'm going to pay my deductible. The roof's going to be covered. They might get like six or $7,000 to replace a $25,000 roof or, Mm -hmm. or, you know,
1: that's yeah kind of not extreme, near enough, right.
0: then they're having to either take that out of the proceeds or maybe the deal falls apart, and yeah. then there's still
1: it sounds like you have a story for that one.
0: I have a couple of stories. <laughs> I've seen that before,
1: yeah First well hand. I mean especially right now where it's like well we had a we had a surprise hell season. Yes. This year. And I don't, I mean, that was totally unexpected for this. We've had two hailstorms, actually, one in Sherman, one in Denison. So Mm -hmm. I know there's a lot of properties where sellers were unpleasantly surprised with the terms of their insurance policy, and it's cost them money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So we've talked about insurance, another one that...
1: Well, let's back up. So whenever you are looking to buy in a home, or if you own a home currently, look at your insurance policy and look and see exactly what are you insured for. You may even have some collectibles in your home and your personal property doesn't even cover everything. If you were to lose your house, you may not even have enough coverage to replace just... Not the memories, because of course you can't replace the... The one-of-a-kind things, but just the electronics. I mean, you think about it, if you lost your phone and a couple, well, TVs are cheap, but some of the other things that are expensive, do you even have enough coverage to replace that? Or water damage. You know, that's another area I think that people skimp on their insurance. Mm -hmm. They don't get the water damage coverage and a water heater breaks. Yeah. And now all of a sudden you need floors and you have wall you know, damage. So pay attention, really look at your policy and make sure that you have the coverage that you think you do or that you know what it's going to cost if you were to file a claim.
0: Right. Exactly. And all that to say too, is I would consult with a, with an insurance agent who really is, has your best interest at heart and can really Mm -hmm. explain that stuff because Mm -hmm. it can get pretty complex Mm
1: -hmm. once a year. It yeah. needs to be yeah. reviewed once a year because values of homes go up once a year. You are buying things once a year. I mean, life changes once a year. Yep. You need to look at that annually. I mean, I do a review on my mortgage loans for my customers once a year for the same reasons, but that rolls into, I think another, another topic for another episode. And we'll yeah. talk a little bit further about escrow. So yes. stay tuned to the next episode. Cause we're going to talk about escrows because insurance does play a factor in your escrows.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, Underinsured or wrong coverage is mm-hmm. one mistake that I've seen homeowners make. Another mm-hmm. one, and once again, this is you know personal experience over the years, and I'm mm-hmm. sure you have experience, is solar panels. Now mm-hmm. I don't want people to think we're sitting here saying mm-hmm. don't get solar panels. No. Solar panels are bad.
1: Heck, solar panels saved my parents whenever we had that freeze and what yeah. snow. What would we call that? Snowpocalypse?
0: I've heard it called yeah. so many different things—Snowmageddon
1: things. or Snow whatever Mageddon, it was. Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: However, the one thing that I do want people to be aware of is how you finance them. Absolutely. Or don't. Ever, I'm not a fan of leasing them. Or if you're just paying them for them outright. But the big mm-hmm. mistake that I see is somebody knows that they're going to be selling their house mm-hmm. in a year, two years, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe they're just uncertain what their life's going to look like over mm-hmm. the next. Mm-hmm. three to five years mm-hmm. and they'll go spend $60,000 on a solar panel system mm-hmm. that, uh, and they'll finance it, mm-hmm. you know, cause you, those door-to-door salesmen can really get good. you. With They're that. good. Yeah. They're good. Um, I've had sellers who they'll spend $60,000. They finance it. Of course, there's a, there's a note that's tied to that property mm-hmm. that's got a lien on it mm-hmm. and to sell your property, you have to have that paid off. Mm-hmm. The one thing that homeowners don't, may not realize is that just because you put a $60,000 system on your house, mm-hmm. that won't increase your value, $60,000. Right. In fact, I've, I've talked to some local appraisers, and they say until they have enough identical comps with mm-hmm. and without mm-hmm. solar panels. That we don't know sold, if the
1: market really demands it or not. Yeah, then, yeah. then
0: they can't give any adjustment to value. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. just one thing that people mm-hmm. definitely need to be aware of.
1: Yeah, there's a couple of things. So the financing aspect of it to keep in mind too is some if someone's borrowing money on the house mm-hmm. and you are leasing it or making payments on it, they have to be willing to take over the payments right. and they have to qualify to be right. able to take over the payments. And sometimes those payments are equivalent to a car payment. Yeah. So, you know, it really might be Keep a buyer from being able to purchase a home even if they wanted to, unless the seller is willing to pay it off. They don't always want to or have the funds to do that. So, for sure. But then the other part of that on solar panels that you have to be mindful of is insurance coverage. Right. Again, I mean, back to insurance coverage. So, you have, if the solar panels are on the property, I mean, on the roof. Then you got to make sure if you were to have some damage, are they going to replace and take care of the shingles under the solar panels? Are going to remove the solar panels? Yeah. Solar panel company has to actually do the removal and the installation. It's just it's a lot to consider.
0: Yeah, and their big sales pitch is get rid of your electricity payment, Mm -hmm. your electric bill, Mm -hmm. uh, and but then. They don't really follow that up with, you know, now you have a note that you have to pay Mm -hmm. and you have a system that you have to insure. Mm -hmm. And so and
1: without battery storage, you're not able to retain what you're generating.
0: Right. And so that's just one thing that, once again, we're not saying don't get solar panels. I think they're a
1: great idea, but just be aware.
0: Be informed on Mm -hmm. what that looks like, how it affects you, and how it could affect the sale of your property Mm -hmm. if you're thinking about selling in the, the near future. So that was number two. And number three is deferred maintenance on a home. Mm, I have mm -hmm. several stories of how that can affect the sale of a property and Mm -hmm. just really how over time it just adds up. And it's, you know, something Mm -hmm. that's small Mm -hmm. can turn into something that's overwhelming and you can't afford to fix anymore. So, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like, a small leaky shower head that is <sighs> dripping over behind you know
1: water, I love water, but it is such an enemy to a home it is yeah it's it the is. scariest
0: thing when I think it about is. real estate and yeah. water yeah it's uh, it can cause so much damage, and if mm-hmm. you let it go on and mm-hmm. don't get it taken care of, something that's mm-hmm. a three four five hundred dollar repair. Mm-hmm can be thousands of dollars Mm -hmm. later on down the road.
1: There's so many things. If you're a homeowner and I've got young adult children, several of which have never owned homes before. Mm -hmm. So, you know, one of them has serious struggles with drainage because in some of our neighborhoods we have, you know, the, the, the house next to you might be elevated a little bit higher. So the water runoff towards your house then becomes a problem, especially if we get a flash flood. Yeah. and, just the little things like making sure that the soil in your flower bed does not is not above that brick line the brick sitting yeah. on your slab is really important gutters have got to stay cleared out because mm-hmm. that the wood rot that happens with those eaves yeah and i mean it's it can get expensive yeah. So it's all of those little things that almost once a month, you really need to take, you know, like have checklists and take a look at your house and make sure you're not ignoring the little things that do become expensive.
0: Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, some of the bigger ticket items would be like, you know, you know that there's something going on with your HVAC system, mm, mm-hmm. but you don't want to call the HVAC <laughs> company to service mm-hmm. it because you're like, well, I don't really yeah, I don't I'm want, I'm scared service of call. what they might find. Uh huh. Well, then whenever it's 110 outside in the mm-hmm. middle of summer, that's when your AC is going to go out. It never goes out on a no. day like today when it's like yeah, 80 Yeah, where you could open the windows if you had yeah, to. that yeah. never happens. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, it's the maintenance. It is the it is the little things. Yeah. And you go to sell the house, and it, it's just taken away from the profit.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Or,
1: or if you say, you know what, I'm so tired of this house. I'm ready to move on. I don't want to fix anything. I'm just going to sell it as it is. It's going to limit your buyers because there's a lot of buyers that don't want that maintenance, number one. Number two, they may not qualify for the house because of the condition. So you're limiting your buyers because you're limiting the financing option. So anyway, yeah, that deferred maintenance is a a big deal. I know we're all busy. We are really busy. If you've got kids, you're busy. If you've got any kind of life, you're busy. And that's the last thing you want to do, especially if there's football going on or whatever it is. Yeah. But you own a home and there is some responsibility to that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, that's my short list. The three big things that stand (laughs) out to me, the three biggest mistakes I see homeowners making. If you have any others that you Mm -hmm. would add to that list, Mm -hmm. be sure and leave a comment down below Mm -hmm. and let us know what that is. Also make sure that you uh, subscribe to our channel, share this with a friend, Mm -hmm. and we will see you on the next episode.